Welcome to Enchenia and Strength Podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Our worldwide guests share their journeys, expertise, and most valuable business and mindset tools to help you succeed in life and in business. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, mindset and business mentor, and the founder and owner of Enchenia and Strength Podcast and online magazine. My life's passion is helping new and aspiring entrepreneurs get their business off the ground, set up effective business and mindset strategies to start working with your soul clients and grow revenue. If you want to have a chat, you can find me on all the social media platforms under my name, Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates on new courses, www.mariacrause.com. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome our guest for this week, Kristen Quattlebaum. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. I'm delighted to have you here. For everybody who's listening, Kristen is an intuitive coach. Um, Kristen, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? How'd you get started so everybody can get to know you here? Thank you. I would love that. So um, I've had my business now for a little over a year, actually, and my background prior to this is that I was in corporate for 15 years. I was achieving a ton, climbing the ladder, and from the outside in, I think people thought that I had the dream career. Everything was happening for me. I was promoted rapidly. I had a lot of opportunities, but with every step of the way, I didn't feel happy. I didn't feel fulfilled, and I was constantly seeking for the next achievement to make me happy. I was in so much consumed in seeking outside of myself for my happiness. So uh, when I lost weight, when I earned X amount of money, when I got this particular job, like when I got married, like all of these things I was putting stock in for my own happiness. And I didn't realize until I sought within that everything that I needed was within me. And I did that through a series of therapy, a number of years of therapy, um, and also hiring um, multiple coaches in my journey. I started meditating and accessing, through my meditation practice, I started accessing uh, spirit and receiving messages. And that's when I moved into the intuitive coaching and I tell people now that I used to get paid to think and now I make all my decisions based on feeling and intuition and it's been nothing short of amazing in my life. I was going to ask you that. How was, how is that different? How's that impact? Because a lot of us, like we leave our intuition on the side and we tried, as you said, you know, what if, what if we start thinking about all the things that could go wrong instead of trusting our guts? And me like, okay, no, this mm-hmm. is what I want and just go for it. Um, how was it for you? How was like, can I ask you what was the physical sensation when you said, okay, I'm leaving my job. I'm starting this. Because uh, you know how they say fear and excitement is the same feeling you got in, like your body is the same. Yeah. You sweat, you're, you know, you get those butterflies in your belly. How was it for you? Yeah. So interestingly enough, that's a big part of my story because as successful as I was in corporate, the last two positions that I was in were both eliminated and it was within a year of each other. So I took that as an invitation from the universe to get out of corporate and start my business. So I didn't have 
this transition period. It was basically like, this is happening and you don't have a choice. So, okay. <laughs> um, so it was, it was good though, because I trusted it. You know, I leaned in and said, okay, like this is happening for a reason. I don't take signs lightly. And to me, that was a sign. And Kristen, this was like two promotions. So you got a year and both promotions, uh, then it was terminated. I, I, had, I was in different roles. Mm -hmm. um, there were, it was two different companies that I was hired for. Um, and both of those positions were eliminated. Okay. It's interesting. I, I'm sorry. Like I have, um, when I started my business it was something similar to yours. I never, I never did work in corporate, but I remember getting fired from one of my jobs and it wasn't the first time. <laughs> I'm not very good taking orders. So it wasn't the first time, but instead of going, you know, in a self-pity party, I did the opposite. I did like you. I was like, you know what? This is a sign. Let's do something different. Um, and it's amazing yeah. how everything just changes, does it? I know. I know. And it's, it's certainly like entrepreneurship is not, it's not a journey without fear, you know, or it is a, a journey that constantly challenges you to up level, especially this journey, like as a, as a coach and as a, a healer, I feel like it's, it's just this constant transcendence and awakening process. And how can I continue to lean deeper into who I am and why I'm meant to be here? Um, but it's, it's incredible. I can't, I wouldn't change it for anything, you know? I know. It's amazing. Kristen, can you tell me how did um, this switch, how did this impact or influence your family, um, your friends? You know, some, some of us get support, some of us don't get support. How was it in your case, since you've been always an achiever in your own job and corporate, how was this for you? How did it feel? So my family had a really rough time understanding it. Um, my family, I come from a long line of just hot, hard, solid workers, um, amazing work ethic, and they my family i would say i want to use the word pressure but i don't know if that's too extreme but i do i do feel that i felt some level of pressure from them to find another job or like how am i going to pay for things and even as i've started my business they ask me regularly and i had to i had to put a boundary up at one point where they would ask me like are you making money in your business you know and and I had to just put a boundary there and say, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I am trusting the path that I am, that I'm on. Um, and I just need you to support me in doing that. And then my friends, I would say, my friends have, I, I feel I, I had a lot of support from my friends actually along the way. Oh, that's beautiful. It's crazy how people, even if they didn't understand, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happened, you know, <laughs> especially as you say, you have that job and it gives you the security, you have your mortgage to be paying, you have the bills, and then suddenly you're like, okay, this is not what I want to do anymore. So it is, it's, it's a huge shock for a certain, well, for society in general, that that's supposed to be the path that you're supposed to, you know, achieve in your life, you know, that. For some people, that means you're successful. You know, you, you, you've made it. You're living the American dream in your case that you live in the States. You know, you have everything in place. Yeah. Uh, Christine, and how, oh, you know, I was going to say, you know, because a lot of people as well say, it's like, yeah, you start a business. They think in the first year, it's just going to go, yeah, boom, here. <laughs> Making tons of money. Yeah. And 
<laughs> you <know? laughs> so it is it's uh it's a load of my clients i always tell them because they're like oh yeah how can we make it quick and i was like there's always a process and i think the learning part of becoming an entrepreneur it's what is you know that's the most richest and the most um, beautiful part of the journey uh, that has nothing to do with money mm -hmm. i heard somebody say once that like the sooner you can appreciate and accept where you are the faster you will move forward because it's that it's really that resistance that we push in the moment in the present and not accepting accepting what is for us mm -hmm. that creates all of that resistance and that uphill battle that feeling of pressure that we need to be doing more we're not doing enough we need to hustle we need to keep going 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 that's, I, I, I agree with you a hundred, hundred percent. I think that way, when we think that we have to do more, that creates um, a negative mindset. It creates a little bit of ne negativity in our mindset that we think that we still need to do more this and, and not appreciate it more, how far we have gone already. Mm -hmm. I agree. Kristen, and tell me, okay, so you work... Um, who are your clients? Tell me a little bit. Who, um, who are the people that you're out there helping uh, that you want to reach out and uh, help them with, um, with your coaching? Yeah, so the people that I love to coach are generally <clears throat> leaders and entrepreneurs. So I love to work with the people who are visionaries, they're not settling for what everyone else is doing. They know that they're meant for more, but they're struggling finding their path. They're struggling finding exactly where they fit in in the puzzle. And they're frustrated along the way because they, can't, they just can't seem to find the magic sauce. And I work with my clients to help them connect back into their intuition and learn how to leverage that to guide their life and their business. That's so they're moving forward, connecting, connected to their truth. And it's, it's a lot of unraveling. It's like, it's letting go of all of that conditioning. Like you were saying like that we're, we think like this is the dream, you know, and yet we don't understand why we're not happy if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing in the dream. And it's really like, how can I let go of all these things and really challenge everything I thought I knew about myself to reveal who I truly am and then learn to stand in that person unapologetically. And Christine, could you give me a few examples? You know, because as entrepreneurs, there's always the saying like, you know, be your authentic self, be your true self, make sure, you know, speak up your truth. And sometimes as in, you know, people who have worked in corporate or people that have been in a society, but we've been living, you know, with this kind of brainwashed thoughts that this is, you know, how we were saying this is supposed to, this is how it's supposed to be. Or, you know, in the case of women, you're supposed to be a certain age, you're supposed to be married, you're supposed to have like, you know, all these things are kind of like your whole life planned. Mm -hmm. So for somebody who's, who's, let's say, don't know who their truth self is, you know that they started a business and they're like okay i want to i want to try to find my authentic self what tips can you give them into you know try to find that person in between them yeah so the person who is ready i would say first first and foremost is being ready to find that true self that true being 
And you know that you're ready because you're getting those nudges, those intuitive, those gut feelings, those, those little inklings that you know something is not quite right. And you find yourself just constantly seeking more in your life. Those are the people who are ready to step back and become this observer and, and figure out, okay, like, is this really what I want? Like, is this really what I want my business to look like? You know, a lot of people think that entrepreneurship is, um, you know, another conditioning in society with entrepreneurship is that, you know, when you become an entrepreneur that you have to work around the clock, you have to work harder than you ever did before mm -hmm. in corporate. And, and I want to challenge that, you know, I want to, you know, I take off the last week of every single month. I take days off when I need them, when my energy asks me to, to do that. Now, granted, I don't have like a storefront business, so I have the ability to do that. But I also think that there is a way that you can build your business in a way that you feel good about. Most people, most people build businesses around the context of what they think everyone else is going to want, or maybe what's trendy or what will take mm, yeah. off in the industry. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if that business is not built around your truth and who you are, you're constantly going to be running into that wall and creating that same pattern in your life where you're wondering, what did I do wrong? Like, what did I miss here? What What else do I need to do mm -hmm. to create my dream life? And yeah. Did that answer the question? <laughs> it did. No, Christine, it did. Well, interesting that you mentioned, you know, that some people will start a business because that's a, that is the trend or so they think that's what people need. Because a lot of coaches, they will tell you first, you know, you have this whole thing. It's like, I want to help people doing this. And they're like, well, you should probably do some market research because uh, those things are not going to work or might not work. And it, this only coaches that are not good will tell you this. A coach that is good will tell you, okay, go and ask a hundred people. Still, if that's what you want to do. You're going to start attracting those people that want what you need, what you're offering them. Uh, but yeah, you definitely answer the question of me uh, to find your true self. Because it mm -hmm. is, you know, it's a lot of people is that it's a constant, okay, be your true self, be your true self. And, and it is like if, for so many years, you've been lost in this, in this, cloud you know trying to be accepted or try to fit in or you know do things that other people tell you to do so it's hard when you when you jump off you have to be ready to go on that path and discover who you are the other thing like going back to what i said about being ready like you just said like you have to be willing to go discover who you are when i was in corporate um one of the major pivot points for me was i hit this level of debilitating anxiety that I was super struggling with. And it created just a lot of feelings around not being in control, um, which was something that I've worked through in my healing journey, um, this idea of needing to control everything. But um, it was very untethering for me. And at the time I knew I needed to go seek help. I didn't know how I was going to be helped or how it was going to shift for me or if it was even possible. I just knew that I was at a point where I wanted help and support to do that. And I just had to keep showing up every week with my therapist. And eventually what ended up happening was in the beginning, 
I didn't have a lot of memories of my childhood. And then only like a few months in of showing up, I, you couldn't stop me from spewing out my memories. So it's just another example of like when we're ready and we're willing to put in the work to, to do that self-discovery, like the answers will reveal themselves. So even if you're in a space where you're like, I don't know what I need, I don't know what's missing, even mm -hmm. like something like journaling about it, like eventually the, it, you will receive clarity. You just have to be willing to do the digging. It is. It's, it's Pandora's box, is it? <laughs> Once you open it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I was just telling also with my friend, it's always like, oh, when, when does it stop? You know, but it's like you, you dig into something and then something else comes up and there's always something, you know, that, that needs healing. Of course you can live your ha life happily. It's not that you have to solve everything to just be happy, you know, uh, because I think mm. happiness is in the moment. It's not like, this constant state i mean we are human so we go happy we feel sad sometimes we feel frustrated sometimes you know all those feelings come up uh, for the fact that we we have a lot we have a heart and we feel um kristen um yeah, yeah and this thing about anxiety so because it's a huge thing for people when they have those high pressure jobs or even a job because i didn't i didn't have a high pressure job and i remember the last couple of months mm -hmm. I used to hate it and it wasn't the job itself it was it was it was one one person in particular that used to work in my place that gave, used to give me this anxiety and it was just the way they used to talk to me you know and it's just like somebody half my age talking to me yelling and screaming at me you know and I'm like where is this coming from you know and mm -hmm. I remember it's just like so I, can, I can't imagine what the pressure is in a place that is like you know what more people that I always try to climb the ladder you know like they're like okay I don't know what's the backstabbing then <laughs> like corporate jobs um you know uh, to hit that level of anxiety that you're like okay I just don't want to do this anymore everything is our teacher right mm -hmm. yep <laughs> so every I, I feel you on that too. I, I experienced a lot of frustration as well because I was, I was the one who was on my journey. I was, I was in therapy. I, I had hired a coach. I mean, I had done these things and yet I was still, um, you know, where I felt I was being attacked by certain people as well. Mm -hmm. um, I was still butting heads and and it was frustrating to me because I felt, you know, I'm, I'm the one who's doing this work and yet I'm the one who has to continue to concede or, you know, silence myself, not be so assertive or whatever, um, you know, and it was frustrating to me, but I remember um, at one point a friend said to me, she said, you chose this path. So you don't get to be frustrated with the fact that people people don't understand it or people don't get you or people are still not taking responsibility for their actions and they're still you know acting nasty and crazy and everything but you're the one who keeps adjusting and so that can be frustrated frustrating for somebody who's on their own journey and and prides themselves and i'm I am taking, you know, the bet on me. I am putting the work in on me. Um, 
And yet there are a lot of, a lot of people, like I remember when I first went to therapy, I, I thought everybody could use therapy and there was such a stigma around it. I was afraid to tell people I was in therapy for a long time. Um, I'm getting a little like random off topic here, but no, the no. point is when we're, when we're on the journey, like we, we get to actually be the guides for others, even though there's people around us that might be acting out or um, not taking responsibility for their actions or playing victim. And you still have to show up the better person because you are meant to be on the journey. You know, you are meant to transcend and raise your vibration amongst a sea of people whose vibration is not the same. Speaking of that, Christine, I want to ask you, okay, in your personal opinion, because I completely agree with your friend. That is a great advice she gave you. You know, we have chosen this, so it is. It, it, it can feel that, you know, you're like, okay, I wish, and you just want to shake the other person. And be like, oh, why don't you do this as well, you know? But, you know, for, for the people who are like, all right, for you that you chose to do the journey, okay, and, you know, you got on that path, and you're like, therapy, coaches, reading, meditation, journaling, and all of that. Where does the line, for you personally, okay, where does the line cross, okay? Where do you put that line when somebody treats you that way and you try to look at things a different perspective, but they're still going out, of, they're getting out of hand? You know that, where do you draw that line that you're like, okay, you shouldn't be treating me like this anymore? You know what yeah. I mean? Because that, yeah. that is also, that is very thin for somebody who's in the journey as well, because you're like, okay, you know how they always say like, you, people treat you the way that you know it's a reflection of yourself and I was like well this is not a reflection of me I'm actually not treating right. you do you know what I mean so sometimes for me that was a bit confusing at first um in your opinion how, how where do you draw that line where, what is the difference there I would say that the the closer you get to understanding who you are and what you need and you feel that you're in a space of unraveling you know that idea that caring about what you need is selfish when you start to stand up for what you need and I, I believe that boundaries are naturally set in a space um, I do believe that there's a way to address something with someone always knowing that their reaction is a reflection of them, not you, right? So mm -hmm. it's not your responsibility. They're not personally attacking you. So if somebody is responding to me in a way that is triggering to me and bothers me and everything, I personally would step away. I'm a very emotional person, so I can absorb a lot of energy from people in the world and like so many things. Um, so stepping away and getting clear on why was this triggering to me? What is this trying to show me? Um, and if it's something at the end of the day, if they're teaching me something about me, then I would have that conversation with them, you know, and that um, here's, here's what I learned from this. And, um, you know, thank you for being my teacher and showing me that. Now, if they're treating me in a way that is degrading and disrespectful and obviously like causing physical harm or mm -hmm. emotional abuse or you know if somebody's going to that sort of extreme of course that's not you know in your heart of hearts that that's not 
that's not appropriate, right? So that yeah. is about somebody who I feel though somebody who is on the journey and who has, um, you know, learned to love themselves and believe in themselves that they're not going to attract that sort of behavior in their life either. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like there's like varying levels of of the the scale here in terms of what you're addressing. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with you that, you know, you're, I mean, it's not that you will attract it, but things happen, you know, you're probably in a work environment or, you know, you go out shopping and you bump against somebody and the other person might react in a different way. You know, those things that, but as you said, it's the for reflection of how they're feeling, not um, a reflection on yourself, which is spot on. Yeah. Yeah. And even the thing about the bumping, um, that's interesting because I have, um, even like driving or yeah, being <laughs> yes. in a grocery store and, and driving somebody, is like, what's that? Driving is a very good example. Is everybody screaming yeah. and yelling and cursing and get out of my way? <laughs> yeah. I, when I run into someone like that, who is like, just um, responds like very nasty to me or, you know, and I didn't even do anything. Like maybe I, um, like for example, okay, I, I was in the grocery store or some store at one point. I rem I remember this is like through COVID. So people are trying to distance themselves with carts and everything. And I was looking for something on the shelf. And as I turn around to put it in my cart, this guy zooms around me and like turns around and gives me a nasty look like as if I would, had been holding him up or something. And, and I mean, I clearly didn't, I wasn't doing anything to him intentionally. Yeah. You know what I mean? When stuff like that happens, though, um, wherever you are, what I tend to do is just say, like, I release their energy, you know, like, I, I just release their energy from my space. And that helps protect me. It helps, like, me feel, um, you know, like, clearly they're, as empaths, we tend to take on energy from other people, mm -hmm. right? Because yep. we, we, we want to feel for them. We want to sympathize and and sometimes that means you can take on a lot of energy and and hold it too you know like we're not meant to as healers we're not meant to just collect everybody's energies and let it ruminate and heal within us if we do that um it can create a lot of havoc in our own bodies so even in my sessions like when i do my intuitive sessions with my clients I unattach from their energy and I just give it back to them because when we're in session, it's like our energies are like united, you mm -hmm. know, because we're doing an intuitive session. And so when I disconnect from them, I make sure that I'm giving all of their energy back to them and I'm asking for any borrowed to come back to me. So that's the kind of stuff that I do when I run into a situation like that where somebody's blatantly acting out against me and I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? I love that. I love it. Christine, we're going to wrap up. Lovely. I could be talking to you forever. Uh, uh -huh. I just, I'm saying, Christine, I was having a bit of an off day today and she was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, because I know this will pick me up <laughs> and I always get to learn something new. Uh, you put a smile on my face today. Thank you so much, Lovey, um, for all your insight, mm -hmm. your knowledge, your experience to share your background, uh, to share everything you have today.
I appreciate you, Maria. Thank you. I felt that in my heart. So thank you. Thank you, lovey. And before we wrap up, Christine, can you tell us, um, can you tell the audience, whoever's listening, where they can find you, if they want to work with you, if they want to get to know you a little bit more? Um, I'll drop all the links, but uh, Christine, if you can share with us, that'll be awesome. Yeah, I have. So my business is called KQ Coaching. And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and my website, kqcoaching.com. And on social media, I'm under KQ Coaching as well. Um, yeah. Easy peasy. All right, perfect. <laughs> and we'll drop them all on the link. Christine, once again, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you soon. Have a lovely day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got great value from this interview. And if you'd like to ask us anything related to mindset and business, uh, share your thoughts, or simply become a guest on this podcast, you can contact me at www.nivellacrowser.com. Please share this podcast with your friends there and make sure you subscribe. That way you can get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. You can find us in all your favorite platforms and you can also find us on YouTube. This is Nivea C. Krause, Mindset and Business Mentor and the founder and owner of Unchained and Strength Podcast and Online Magazine. I'm sending you tons of love and virtual hugs, whatever in the world you are. See you soon.